0: Hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And I have another invincible one to introduce you to today. Lena Kennedy was forced to grow up fast while supporting her alcoholic father at the age of 11. She was told to marry a millionaire, but she chose to become one instead. Today, she's known as the sugar queen and founder of Alexandria Professional, a multimillion dollar beauty brand with products sold in over 30,000 salons across the world. Behind the compelling story of how she built her company lies the tale of an abused child raised in poverty and dysfunction, sustained by inner strength, deep acceptance, and trust in the magic of the moment. Finland's top beauty therapist association presented Lena with its most prestigious award for her Ergo Wave. She also pioneered Europe's first body sugaring competition. Lena's critically acclaimed, page-turning memoir chronicles her journey of triumph over youthful trauma to become a beauty industry innovator and wildly successful entrepreneur. She founded the Lift the Veil of Silence. In society to help raise awareness and ultimately bring a timely end to the scourge of childhood sexual abuse. If you want, you can. Her mission is to spread the message that you can change your situation. When you change your mind. Welcome, <laughs> Lena. Oh, my Thank gosh. Thank you, Miss Cammie. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Boy, you are invincible. And it is so great to have you here with us today to share your story with our listeners. Let's jump in. Let's get Let's started. Do. Let's tell our listeners, how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Uh, dear Lord, so... Don't ever
1: listen to anyone who says it's like snap of a finger and you're there. It's really a journey. And it's a journey that takes tenacity, resilience, forgiveness, enthusiasm, prayers, and uh, and everything else in between. Because that's the reality of life, right? No matter who we are and what we're doing. So I'm not really special. I wish I could say I am. I just really buy into um manifestation. I buy into trusting in me. I buy into my angels because I have a story, right? I had my near-death experience. And I think that's my anchor to making me feel like I'm invincible is that I know for me, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm here on a journey. It's a short journey compared to what's after.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. yes. So tell us a little bit about the backstory. So you were 11. Uh, your dad was an alcoholic. So you grew up uh, in that situation. And like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um,
1: very successful, basically a millionaire. Um, only only for these reasons, not because of all the things I love uh, that money buys, like freedom or maybe, you know, a better seat on the airplane, and things like that. But because money provides another sense of security and a sense of freedom to help others, you know, your family or other things, because we, we support two, um, uh, what do you call um, abuse centers for women and children, one in Canada, where my office is in in Ontario, and one here in Buffalo, New York. And uh, so, you know, without money, I couldn't do all these
0: Things that really speak to my
1: heart. Right? I love that.
0: I love that. And you know, I love that you had the end goal in mind, and you didn't really know how you were going to get there, but you always knew you always. wanted wanted to be a millionaire. So, what was your first job? Like, so, like your education? <laughs> What's your background? Oh my god, I have so many stories. We don't have
1: enough time. I know. But, um, well, just give us so like a the quick version had, of like. I had my parents pull me out of school when I was thirteen. I just didn't want to be there, and I was pretty much a straight A student. So when when nobody was letting me drop out, I was skipping out, and and I used to write fake exams and tell my mother, no, no, you got to sign at the last bottom line and leave enough space so I could write a note. And one day the, the one day the principal, I was in grade nine high school, calls me into his into his office, and his big desk has all these notes. I'm like, yeah, they look pretty familiar to me, <laughs> and they, they said they were all different things, and sometimes I would do my mother's signature, so I kind of got caught. And I basically told him, I just don't want to be here. I want to go out and start working. So I forced my parents to take me out. And uh, and they did because they were not educated as well. You know, so they just figured, you know, we're not going to fight with her. She's always skipping out. Bill Donnie, who helped me more than anything, though. So <laughs> I, I, I have too many stories, guys. You really got to read the book because it's a little bit more chronological than what I'm trying to do here. So I, obviously, I didn't graduate, but I did go back eventually for something. And I finished at grade 11 again. And for another reason, but, um, I don't know. I'm the hard knocks full of hard knocks girl, you know? And, uh, I, I just, uh, I, I, cleaned, I cleaned uh, windows and sweat floors at, at some plazas. And I always dressed really well, even as a kid. Right. And people say, Oh honey, like older people shopping, you, you shouldn't be doing this. And I think, you know, but why? I'm doing a really good job and this is where I'm doing today. So I always had the mindset, no matter what you're doing, do it with pride, not just for For you. And I think that's one of the reason I became successful because everything I do is with the intent of doing it perfectly for all of us, not just me, but my employees, the people involved with us, our
0: partners, our everything. Do it right that's it. Just, I love it. I love it. (laughs) So tell us about when you stumbled upon, right? I'm going to say that because we don't want to blow the storyline, but tell us about like, when did you actually see this coming together with this sugaring? Like at what point in, in your journey?
1: Oh, where it was actually coming together or where I got connected with it. How about we too- start with
0: where you got connected? Yeah, that's what, okay. Way good.
1: Well, I had a really, really bad car accident and, and that's the God's honest truth. Had a very, very bad car accident that you know, I, I broke and fractured all my ribs. My spleen was broken open. My kidney it was really bad. And, and I would have temporary paralysis. And so one night, um, while in bed, I cried myself to say I was bedridden. So by then, you know, after a few weeks, I was in my own home, but I was still bedridden. And I cried myself to sleep, praying, asking what was going to happen to me because I was raising my son by myself, you know, was I going to be normal? Was I can I go back to my other works, which were also very creative at the time I had just started them. And uh, I woke up fell asleep, praying, crying, and I woke up the next morning. And, you know, you're tired and you've got cooglies in your eyes because you cried all night. And I turned on the TV. So it wasn't that long ago, just 30 years, because I still had a remote. And uh, turned it on and I clicked one time and I saw a yellow caption and it said women inventors. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Because I owned another company that was, we worked with inventors for a short period until I realized my partner was a thief. But anyway, it's another story. So I'm watching First one was Miss Vicky Chips. And I always tell everybody I loved her story because nobody would finance her. She was Canadian. And I tried one of her chip bags when I was in a little, little uh, uh, like a London area. And, uh, and I thought, I love the packaging. I like the taste, everything. You no, know, oh, this is good. And then I see her on this show, Dini Petty Show. And she's telling everybody, I went to every banker there was and nobody would finance me. Woman and doing chips. Oh, we have enough chips on the market. So she collected money from all her family. Sorry, guys, I'm just sharing this other great story that I believe in. And uh, anyway, she became hugely famous. So following her was the original Canadian woman who married a Middle Eastern man who brought the sugaring concept to us. And I'm watching this and I'm going, Oh, this is interesting. Like, I would never get waxed. My friends were, okay, it's a long time ago, I can share. My friends were doing doobies, you know, smoking pot, which is more legal now anyway. Yeah. Like, before they would go for wax or electrolysis, touch. I'm like, I'm not doing drugs just to get my hair pulled out, I'll shave. So, so I saw this and I thought, oh, they're saying it's not painful. I'm like, this is interesting, you know. And all of a sudden, like, that could be my calling. I asked for a sign, right? show was over and I forgot to take the number down I'm like oh my god so I called 411 yes there really is a 411 back then I don't know if it still exists and it was information I said hi my name's Lena and I, I was just watching a TV show the Dini Perry show and she had somebody on that does like a sugar hair removal thing and I, I know there's somewhere in Toronto but I don't have a madame calm down I'll help she stayed on the phone with me for 15 minutes and we found it I hope one day she reads my book or watches one of these podcasts and hears this story and says, that was me, and reaches out to me because I'm so grateful to her. I did. And then I found out they were right in the neighborhood where I used to live when I was in Toronto, like just around the corner, so I knew the neighborhood. And that's the beginning of my whole story. They didn't have the best of anything, but they they brought in an old concept. It was very crude. There was no education. Products were not the healthiest. But... The concept, and when they came to teach me, I, I said, I want to pick a territory. Oh, no, we don't sell territories. And like, oh, okay, okay, teach me how to do it. And I figured I'm going to open up one massive center and I'll hire hundreds of hair removal experts, and we'll do this. So they came, they trained me for a week, and I, I did, I don't know, 50 people in my mother's friend's basement. And uh, I just kept sugaring sugar, and it was a mess. Like sugar was flying to the ceiling, to the walls, and your face, it just a mess. And and nobody showed me how to do the face. And it was very painful for me. I understand why today, 30 years later, I can tell you, 90% of the people will say, oh, my God, I don't feel anything. That's because they know how painful waxing is. So the next thing I did is I opened a small room in one of my friend's salon, this male friend. And I said, oh, I'll rent your room. And um, I made promises to every client. I mean, I, if you don't like this more than what you're doing, I won't I won't charge you. But you got to look at me in the eyes and tell me because I can tell if you're telling me the truth. And to this day, nobody ever asked for a refund.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> now, now
1: we're worldwide. Now I bought them out. I had an opportunity to buy out the whole company um, in 95. And then in 96, I had an opportunity to buy out the manufacturing. That's the day. 1996 is the day that I changed Everything, all our products are so healthy, vegan, gluten-free, paraben, free. all the bad things before it ever became a thing here in America. I, I was so clean. And then I reformulated the sugar so it's consistent all, all the time. And then I redid the education really heavy, heavy, heavy. And then I created my theory. I analyzed my technique and I created a theory and, and six steps to perfect sugaring. And now my theory is just about, just about we just proved it last week with the scientists that I met up in in Jacksonville with Florida. And, uh, so it's going to be very interesting. So we're doing like a 2d animated scientific medical film right now. All right. It's just, it's been a ride. It's been a a beautiful blessed ride and we've helped thousands and thousands of people worldwide.
0: That is so amazing. Oh, so amazing. Oh, gosh, that is awesome. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is so fun. I just just, just keep talking about this. So let's do this. So there much. may be women out there listening to this that are like, what is sugaring? Right. Believe it or not, some are still living under the, that other rock of like waxing yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what is sugaring? Why should you do that? Why is it better for you than everybody else's and oh. how they can find yours, obviously?
1: So I and I have to make this statement not out of arrogance, just out of pure black and white facts. Not every sugarist or every sugar brand is going to be the same, and and that's the that's the painful part because I I swear to God, if I were if I were to leave the industry, I think I would be leaving too early because there's still more stability to build on something that I want 100% give my whole. So hard to because I know what it can do. So sugaring, the Alexander Professional Sugaring is by far the most gentle, the most skin healthy friendly, the most result oriented skin conditioning hair removal system on the face of the earth. I can tell you that we we know how to get permanent results. Permanent reduction is a legal term today, but I'm permanent, permanent for over 20 years. Permanent results, um, no matter your skin color, skin texture, hair color, hair texture, doesn't matter your ethnicity, age, nothing. We work from head to toe to give you the best result imaginable without contraindication. It's so fantastic that Now we're starting to get involved with the medical industry for eczema and psoriasis because I created a system. It's called the Full Circle of Skin Conditioning to help people who come to us with ingrown hairs or keratosis and things like that, right? We like excess dead skin and and we want to get rid of that so that our system can penetrate their follicles more and go deeper. That's what happens with the sugar. We just proved it. That's I awesome. do it, but the scientist that was working with me for this video—it's like an animated video—he um, didn't believe me, and so we met up last week. And he, he his, him, and his wife just went crazy. That like now they know exactly what they're going to do. So it, it's really an exciting moment in time. But because of that deep penetration, it helps to lubricate, so you don't feel the hair come out. It slides out in its natural direction, unlike waxing, taking it again, so you get that harsh pain, because mm-hmm. waxing only lies flat on the skin. This actually goes into the follicles and lubricates so that it slides out really comfortably. And because of that, we we start to decongest the follicles. So when you got bumpy skin, like, you know, a little bumpy skin on your thighs or keratosis, like the bumpies on your, your forearms and stuff, um, or back of the arms, they start to eliminate as well. And that whole system I created for those purposes has naturally defaulted to eczema and psoriasis. We have amazing before and after pictures.
0: Amazing. That is amazing.
1: This is why my heart and soul is there. It's really excellent and gentle and effective for hair removal, but we've become more, much more than excellence in hair removal. We're a fundamental skin lifestyle you could do whatever you want you know have injections where well, hopefully not too much huh? but yeah. faith, whatever you need to do whatever makes you feel good it's okay but if the foundation's not strong and clear nothing ever looks as good as what it should be that's who we are not I anti-aging
0: health skin building that's what we do I love it. So let me ask you this. Uh, Your product, can people order it and do it themselves? Or is it they go to uh, the location and have it done to them? So professional sugaring is done by professionals only, licensed estheticians all over the world. Um,
1: But we do have retail products for the skin to improve the skin's integrity. And we now, since COVID, we have kiss waxing. Kiss means keep it, strip sugar waxing technique. So no Cross bacteria, no cross contamination because I created a formula that goes into a squeeze bottle. Wow. So if you're going to do it at home for this, it's still the same way waxing is done, though. You still spread it super, super thin. We have a lot of instructions for the consumer and take it away against the natural direction. But by far superior than any strip wax method, period. So if you're an at-home gal or guy, this is the safest, most economical most effective way you could do it at home if you want true professional treatments there is nothing like the hand technique of an alexandria professional
0: yeah i love that oh this is so great okay so believe it or not sugaring wasn't actually the topic right oh, i so just this was some, I, <laughs> just, I love this it's such a great bonus because <laughs> i felt your energy rise right because you're so passionate about it and i'm like yes this is yeah. so good i listen totally. I, it is. it brings me so much joy to just watch you in action as your passion <laughs> is exuding out of your body. This makes me so oh happy. My God, thank okay. You. So you have had such a journey in mm-hmm. business in, you know, building this brand and product and just, you know, as it evolved and got better and, and grew this enormous company and this, amazing reputation. And that's what we're going to talk about now. So a few things are that I know that you're living by is one is asking questions. So let's start there. Let's talk about why is it important? You know, for me as a podcast host, I know I have to ask lots of questions because I want to bring out everything. Yes, I'm (laughs) bringing it all out of you. Yes. So why is it important in business and in life to ask
1: questions? Uh, because to pretend you know it all will be more damaging than any question you think will make you feel silly. You know, there's another word with an S, so I don't look at that word. But I, I, I've never. I would regret more not asking something that might help me than than asking something that somebody says. You know what? That's a little bit out of context. Okay, can I rephrase it, please? <laughs> How would you phrase it? Again, another question, right? Yeah. But I find that by and. Honest to God, that's not, I can't remember when that's ever happened. I think in whether it's personal or business, but we're talking business, asking anyone and and just the same as people ask me for, for advice or something, you ask a question. Most people are more than happy to share if they know with you just because you've asked. And they're, they're, they're prideful, you know, they feel humbled and prideful that you're even asking. So I've never I've learned so much by just asking straight out of anything, finances, getting government grants, loans, um, you know, customers, what do you how do you get your customers? How do you retain your cut? Like in the early days, you know, now I, I, Pretty much know what to do very clearly. <laughs> I wish more people would listen to me because everybody would be successful. But anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, and, and this goes right along with learning from others. So, and this is, Absolutely. you know, this is, yeah. So tell us about that some, some so, of the ways. Um, I,
1: I was a rather a stubborn child. You know, I wanted to learn by my own experience. Don't tell me about your, I want to do my way That was you. I know now that sometimes it's better to listen to others and ask and. Look at their stories because you can learn from their stories and maybe prevent, you know, the really harmful, painful, financial, costly mistakes from happening to you. Look at what someone else did that made them crash, you know, and then look at what did they do to come back up or somebody else who's just always on a constant upscale, you know, just moving along, moving up and comfortably and smiling and laughing. What are they doing? Right. So I have no troubles learning from other people's experience, but it took me a long time to get there. And I'm here to tell you, if you're below the age of 40, it's okay. Ask and hear and you'll feel here what's
0: right for you. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love it. And then listen, right? So there's the ask the questions and then it's like listen. Listen well to hear what your clients want. I'm sure ah. this is one of your oh. top tips of building and scaling a successful brand and business, right? Tell us about that, especially
1: for clients, you know, you never want to sell I, I teach everybody that we train, all of my webinars on, on how to retail, how to help a customer understand what you're sharing, hear the word sharing. I don't need to spell anybody on anything, but I have so much insight, so much truth that I've experienced that when I share information, I don't know how anybody can say no to me <laughs> because I know, I know what I speak about. So What's most important when you you have a new client coming in, you want to know what they're there for. Okay, so let's talk about hair removal because that's my business. And obviously they're, they're there for hair removal. But what would be the logical next question? What would you like to achieve through your treatments with us? What, what's your number one goal? Well, some might say I just like to come every six, eight weeks or every season. You know, that's perfectly fine for us. Really, we're not pushing them into a permanent reduction program but I'm going to share if you ever decide you want to have, you know, that we, we can absolutely do that. We can do it on a, a per diem. Whenever you want us, we'll always do the best we can for your skin, for your hair removal. But if you ever want to achieve that permanent, you know, permanent hair reduction, we have a program. And I would go through it with them. So they have an educated decision to make, not just think, yeah, I just want to come. Oh, you know, that would be better if I did that. So it's just, Ask your questions. Listen to what they have to say. Don't try to oversell, but do share some factual information. Let them make their own educated decision and then service to what they wish. I mm-hmm. love that.
0: All right. Next one. Be true to yourself. Tell us about that. Why is that important? Uh because if you're not,
1: it'll play a havoc on you somewhere in that little body of yours, for sure, your skin, your organs or something. So for me, if you're not getting any joy from what you're doing, you know, not everybody should quit their job and do their own business. This is, this is a lie out there, really. But if you feel dissatisfied where you are, but you're not into the mode of doing your own business, there is nothing wrong with that. But you shouldn't, I've never, ever, ever stayed anywhere that I didn't feel I was giving something of value or I was getting something of value back, never. And I never felt bad leaving because I always went and found something else to do. That to me, that's a journey of life. You know, not everything should be on the dollar, on the dollar, on the dollar. We all have to make a living. We all have to pay our rent and put food on a table. Many ways to do that. But when it comes to making yourself feel good with what you do, the only way you can do that when you go to bed at night, how do you feel? Because you'll have some pretty clear answers. When you wake up first thing in the morning, are you like, because I know I am like, yeah, another day." because, you know, one night to the next, you don't know if you're going to wake up. So I'm always grateful to wake up because I get another day of opportunity. And I love that because I love what I do. Now, if I had stayed anywhere where I was not fully uh, feeling the joy, I don't wake up like that. Oh, you know slag hard to get myself out of bed. How did that? No, Mm. your body speaks to you in every answer you need for yourself. You just have to listen. Like you listen to your customers. You need to listen to yourself. It speaks to you loud and clear.
0: I love that. And my last one is uh, don't be afraid to break the mold. Tell us about that. (laughs) I have a feeling you've broken the mold a lot. (laughs) i most certainly have but
1: (laughs) i i'm i'm just i'm that just that rebellious kind of person i'm about to do something again um but for me um everything in hair removal that i began to research on my own body was completely against everything that was out there truly and i was very young compared to today you know i was in early 30s and um at first I was afraid to bring out what I was finding, you know, and I put this whole theory together and I was afraid to put out because everybody would laugh, you know, Oh my God, it's Lena. Oh yeah. Here today, gone tomorrow. Another little thing she's doing. That's how people look at me. Even 20 years later, are you still still doing that little thing? Yes, I am. (laughs) I don't even try. I don't have to say anything because they just don't know. And I'm okay with that. Now you learn, you learn as you you get older, but um, the man that helped me to really, up was a man I haven't met today, and I'm not sure if he's still alive. Uh, Professor Roland was his name from the Bronx. And long story, I think that's also in the book. He heard, there's the president of the uh, Cosmetology Association of New York, met up with him in California. She asked my permission to share my theory. And I said, yes, please. And so she gave me his number when she got back and said, "Give, give Professor Roland a call. He'd love to speak with you. So we had a chat. And he says, you know, Lena, I want you to know this. And I'm telling you all out there as well. Uh, everybody's entitled to a theory. That's what a theory is, an idea, a concept. He says, but Lena, you should really own up with this with pride because yours makes good sense. I'm like, okay. So we started, we launched it. And I had a lot of backlash from the industry, uh, from, um, you know, the, the waxing companies, of course. And I just kept going and I didn't worry about what everybody else had to say. I focused on what was in front of me and the people that were hearing what I had to say, you know, not just Liz, but they were hearing. And when you hear what I have to say, it's so logical, you can't deny it. And the years have gone by and now we're about to prove my theory on the most beautiful 2D animated medical film. Yeah
0: amazing oh well you have definitely definitely broken the mold I love that this is so good so let's do this let's talk about your book oh my gosh this book is this fabulous it is beautiful (laughs) this is your memoir the sugar queen how does it feel to be to be named the sugar queen oh my god the first time that's why I called it the sugar
1: queen the first time I realized that my staff really believed in me was just a few years after we got into business, maybe like five years. And my team in Canada got together and got me a t-shirt and it was a bejeweled crown on the back and it said the sugar queen. It was so beautiful. I've moved so much since I, I've lost it. But I wore it to the grocery store one night forgetting what it said in the bag. Women were high-fiving me, probably looking like a, the sugar daddy, <laughs> female version. <laughs> so, it's so funny. Uh, but more important than the sugar queen is that as of about three years ago, I was labeled the authority, the global authority in professional body sugaring. That means a lot more to me, because that that's who my company is. And that's what I've
0: created. I love it. Well, your book is called The Sugar Queen. It's by Lena Kennedy. And it's how grit, love and a mysterious gift Oh, a yes. great life and a beautiful empire. And that yes. is so beautiful. So fabulous. I cannot wait to just dig through this and get to the end and hear the whole story. Uh, mm. But thank you so much for sharing that and sharing your wisdom with our listeners. This is thank amazing. Uh, what inspired you to decide now to write a book?
1: Well, I, I've i known for a very, very, probably a good 40 years that I know I am dating myself um, okay. that um, I wanted to write a book. Um, it had the stories had, to, I didn't know how detailed everything would be because I didn't know my storyline would evolve like this. I was more thinking about um my near death experience and or life after death experience, they call it. And, and what I went through, you know, with child sexual abuse and all that thing. So that's more of what I was thinking. But I, I also knew from a young age, that's why I wanted to be a millionaire. I also felt not that I knew I felt, but I don't think I felt wrong that um, in order to get people to listen to your voice, what you have to say, people tend to listen more to what they consider people as success. And money is generally equated with success. And even at a very, very, very young age, I understood that. And so I use that as my tool to get to this point. And that's, and I'm here, I'm here. And I support what my heart wants to support. I forgave my father a long time ago, which freed me and him. I think he's gone now. And, um, and now this is the reason now this year, the book's been published now uh, by, by my own publishing company, because I didn't want to give it to a publisher yet. <laughs> so I formed a little publishing company just to get it out. And, um, and then I thought, okay, now's the time, because I know from when I was somewhere else that I need to do something more. This was just the tools to lead me to this place. And that's why I formed the Veil of Silence Society. And that's, that's going to be my next strong journey And uh, that'll be my, the rest of my life journey. And I'm going to connect all, all my colleagues around the world. I'm going to connect them. We're going to open up chapters because they won't say no to me. I just know it. it. And we're going to do it. And really the bottom line of Lift the Veil Society, everybody who becomes a member is free. Everybody will have to sign a Hippocratic Oath that, that states how they will behave in their life. They, they guarantee that they're going, they're not going to pull the wool. You know, they're going to lift that veil if they know somebody's being harmed, if not just sexually abused, physically abused, all that stuff, sure. right? Yeah. If they know, um, if they're, if they think somebody is, then there's going to be, you know, um, directions on what to do as a, because it's very delicate. You know, what if they're innocent, so, you know, just so much stuff that could go wrong. So I want to do everything ethically, but as long as they sign that Hippocratic oath, then we start to build a strong linked arm in arm worldwide of people that agreed to be aware and to take action.
0: Yes, that's that's a united front, right? They're in yeah. unity. Yeah, Voila. you need that. You need yeah. that. It does take a village, right? It yeah. really does. Yeah. I actually have on my website a play. Uh, there's a the 800 number for the hotline for abuse. Very is on good. every page of my website. So i um, good. And for emergencies and even takes you to a place where you, it teaches you how to erase that in the memory of your computer after you've reached out to them so that you never oh. even, there's no trace
2: or trail. I'm going to reach
0: out to you uh, yeah. another
1: time when I'm really ready to launch because we haven't quite, it's a little bit, I need a little more time because um, of course, we're very busy and it's a lot of work when yes. i'm dedicated i'm there's no in between i'm dedicated i love yeah. that
0: yeah that's it's such a big problem and even since yeah. the pandemic it's gotten worse right so abuse and you know has gotten if it was already happening it got worse if it wasn't happening now some a lot of cases it's happening it's new Uh, It's really put people into a place where it's It's things are just getting worse. It is sad. We we
1: could talk so much on so many things. I know. I know. But I love
0: what you're doing. And so for our listeners, don't worry. Just listen and be in the moment because everything we're talking about right now is going to be in the show notes. So you're going to get a link to everything and all the ways to find Lena. But Lena, tell our listeners how they can find you. Where's one place they can find you? Uh, easiest place will be LenaKennedy.com.
1: That's Beautiful. where I have my uh, everything about me is on there.
0: Yeah, perfect. And you'll continue to add the things as they evolve. Absolutely. Of course. Well, absolutely, of, exactly, of course. And so just click the link in the show notes, you guys, as you're listening here now, and you'll find everywhere that you can click right into Lena's world and the amazing things that she's doing. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you wanna come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're gonna have experts there that are gonna be sharing their genius. It's gonna be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you wanna come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, Come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilleeman.com, as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend. And it is on Zoom. So, super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't
2: wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it, but what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at infoadventurefound.org. At
0: Well, you know, Lena, we promise our listeners that we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs (laughs) and we are going to spotlight them and share their expert zone of genius. You have done that so well today. Thank you so much. But we're not done (laughs) because Uh we wouldn't be doing them any justice if we only told them about the good. See, women are constantly comparing themselves and they could see you today in all of this success and you're smart and you're beautiful and you're invincible. They have no idea the price you paid Mm -hmm. to have the success that you enjoy today. So they're out there and they're in the grind and they are they're they're coming up against obstacles and roadblocks and they want to give up. And you have the opportunity today to share some of that story, the truth about your entrepreneurship journey to encourage them to get back up, keep pushing, keep pressing, you know, it's not easy. You said, you know, it's hard. It is not easy, but it's worth it. And if you, if you overcome each thing, you end up with the kind of success that you're enjoying today. So let's go there. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. The first thing we're going to do is share a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far.
1: Well, when it comes to the AP brand, Alexander Professional, even on the toughest, despairing days, what keeps me going, you know, out of the blue, that's why I love the universe, you know, could be financial problems, governments trying to show you whatever it is, right? Because you go through all of it. And then all of a sudden, you get an email. Oh, Miss Kennedy, I just want to tell you: if it hadn't been for your products, I would have lost everything. And your products helped me bring food to my table during the 2008 recession. Or your products made me independent. I was able to build a career. I'm taking over $100,000 a year. I would have never made that. Or your products showed me what independence is. Or I l- that just knowing how many people we help because it's not just me. I, I like. That would be silly, but you know, I'm the face, right? So they really, and, and I'm so grateful. And I, every time something terrible happens, it's like the universe sends me a little shining light and I look for signs. I never have the veil over my eyes. I look for signs of everything and I grab onto it because that little ray is just gonna carry me a little bit more this way. And those bad days, they always go away if you give it time,
0: I if love you don't that. Put
1: all your energy on the negative. Yeah, I love I that. Love, love, love. When people are happy, love it.
0: And you're making a difference in their life, right? Because you 100%. didn't give up. I mean, if you gave up, you wouldn't be, it would be. None, over.
1: Other,
0: none yeah. of I mean, I can't even begin to tell
1: you how much difference we've made worldwide in so many people's life. Like, It's overwhelming. I don't often, we're talking about it now, but I never sit down and think about that. But it's really, it's really big. Like I'm so deeply grateful. Yeah. I
0: love that. And, you know, you're right. And I hear that a lot from my guests is that this ends up being like such a therapeutic conversation <laughs> because like, it forces you to go back and look at those things that you don't think like, about. Wow! Yeah. yeah. But to be, to, to feel so empowered that, you know, that by you pushing forward, you're making a difference in lives and not just that one, it's their families. It's the gener- it's generational it becomes a circle. A yeah, circle. It, it is literally yeah. generational. Where yeah. uh, where yeah. there are other people growing up in these families that are watching this success, and now they can.
1: That's right, and and maybe they can afford more education, and they can afford to send their children. Whatever it's like, yeah, it's and and I know they're successful because I know their customers have results. That's the bottom line for me. Is the people making everybody successful are the customers who are happy with their results. Period. I makes love me that. really, really, really happy.
0: I love it. And that little kids can have bigger dreams, right? Because yeah. they're seeing it. Like even in, in what you say about, you know, you were told to marry a millionaire and you became mm-hmm. one instead, like, think about those little kids that are watching and now they can dream bigger because they're seeing in front of them. The, the oh my gosh.
1: My uh, mother told me to go on mother's allowance when I was pregnant at 19. She cried I didn't cry. I didn't think that, you know, okay, I'm going to have a child. I'm a little nervous. But she cried because she thought I was going to end up in the same area where she ended up in life, although she's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, that was her advice. Take it easy. You know, take the government's money and raise your child. In Canada, you get paid well when you have a child. And, uh, I thought, oh, I can't do that the rest of my life. Are you crazy?
0: <laughs> That's not fulfilling, right? Oh, no. uh, well, I'm glad you, you took your own into intuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is so fun. Okay. Now you know what we got to do next. We have to tell a story about the bad. So we have to share all of the things. So let's hold the ugly for last, but let's share a story with our listeners about the bad part of the journey. Cause we're making it sound so good right now.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so I want everybody who's listening to know that where there's bad there's always good I, and and if you believe in a universe if you believe in your angels or you know that whatever you want to call it um then you accept your experiences with grace and i've not always been graceful though <laughs> that's okay i've had my few chosen words but the bottom line i think for me the the hardest what i consider the 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 worst for me was i was also raising so my son, you know, we're only 20 years apart, but my daughters and I, I had them at 35 and 36 and I started the business at 31 two, And, um, they were young and I had to make tough calls sometimes that I would have to leave them to go train somewhere in California or anywhere across America, Canada. And then when I started developing, um, distributions, because I was the person, I I knew how I could help set people up, you know, I couldn't leave it to somebody who was like Mickey mousing. And, and there's a lot of that, unfortunately. And it's really, you know, having high integrity is not a dime a dozen, but I wish everybody would understand that's the most free constant you can be in your life is, is to have good integrity towards others. So anyway, I would have to leave them sometimes three weeks at a time, two weeks at a time. And um, it's not that I missed a lot because when I was home, I was with them and I included them. Um, but my one daughter had trouble with me leaving and I always thought she was just spoiled. And and the other one was like, oh, it's okay, maman. We spoke French. Mom's going to return, you know. She she always comes back and brings us all these presents. And uh, But the other one was always angry and uh, that that was the toughest, toughest thing I went through. If I didn't, Allow myself if I didn't look at my children and say this is this is the home we are. It's you and me, and I'm the father, the mother, and the Holy Spirit sometimes, and it's just us. And so I have to make the decisions that's going to help our our family bust out of our circle and 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 create a whole new segue for everybody else, you know. And that's that's essentially what happened. My four grandchildren have a different life, you know, all these things, right? And today, my daughters, I just they're good. One of my daughters is in a company and she's like my right arm now and she's still doing her PMBA part-time and she's just smart, smart. If I had her brain, I would rule the world. My gut and my her brain, I would rule the world. And the other one's also in a company, but she took her own little room. She's doing treatments and doing super well with her small independence and and great revenue. So, and and we're all very, very close. We're all very close today. And, you know, the other one is getting married and looking at having grandchildren. And so we're talking, so this all, it all worked out. You know, you, we make our biggest problem up here. Yeah. And I, I would hug. Once I walked out of the house and closed the door and got into my car to go to the airport, I let go of the children until it was one day before my return. And I was so antsy. I couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> but during that period, people paid me to be where I was. So they got my focus. So I focused on what was in front of me. And that's what helped me get through. The years, the years, the years of, of development, really.
0: Then that's so hard. How do you tell a six-year-old or a five-year-old like I have to do yeah. this because of your future? But yeah. now that they're what are, are they in their 30s now? Uh 27 and 28. Yeah. yeah so yeah. and so now they get it, right? Now they get it. I love that. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. And I think too many times we give into that and we'll never know where we could be because we gave into it. And they're gonna leave the nest.
1: Yeah, and, you know, They
0: got private schools. And then in the end,
1: we were in Austin and we moved to California and I didn't want to put them in a private school there because I thought they had good public schools. And no, no, <laughs> there were a lot of drugs, a lot of drugs. And, uh, and and then one day my daughter came home and said that they were passing it along in the class. And the professor said, see nothing, know nothing. I took her, walked to the school with her, went straight to the principal's office. I said, I'm signing my daughter out today. And I gave my daughter's choices. We can either go back to Austin. You can go back to private schools there. We could go back to Canada. There's a really good Catholic private school there. We could go to Buffalo. There's, I call it Narnia. It's called Narden, I think another girl's school, you make the choice, or we could do, I looked at a program called I Academy. It's an international program. You could do online finish your high school that way and travel with me around the world. Yeah, that's okay. We'll do that one. So that's what we did. They got oh, to Oh my the world. goodness. <laughs> and so they traveled with you. They're very international young women. I yes. love that. Yes. I love so that. you see, if you're not afraid, you know, I, I wasn't afraid. I, I know, you know, and, and be true to yourself also stands for not what everybody else expects of you, because everybody thinks they have the traditional way that's better for you. Nobody knows what's better for you than you Listen. And the minute you ask yourself a question, you get the answer. Whatever you feel, it's going to tell you in the moment. You should know if it's fear, guilt or just simply wrong. or right. Because for me, it's a tickly. When I tickle, oh my God, that's bonafiably the right decision. But if it pinches, because I get this vibration, I'm like a human barometer. And if it's a pinchy? it's definitely something wrong going on or somebody standing in front of me lying to my face. I feel it so bad. I feel so bad for them because I know. (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's so, that's interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, see, even the bad was good, right? We get to laugh about it. Yes. Yes. You laugh your way through. Okay. Well now we have to tell a story
1: about the ugly. Um, I debated if I was going to write about that in the book and I decided you know, this is, this has to be a truth, you know, and really the book is pretty brutally truthful, (laughs) but um, I did something that's really unethical and I made it, I made it right. And I learned from it um, and I've actually stopped others from doing it uh, to my company as well. But, um, uh, especially this one company, there was this one company in Canada. I won't, I won't say any names, but they, you know, they came to me, they wanted to learn and I did, and they wanted to become educators for us. So I trained them to become the best. And then they cheated me and they went in for another company with a very low brand and, uh, dropped us after everything. I spent time really a lot. So I heard through the grapevine that they were thinking of coming to the U.S. <laughs> so I checked their trademark, and it wasn't trademarked. So I trademarked it here. And uh, there's ways you can do that, which I won't share right now. Yeah. But I did trademark it legally. I, you know, everything was legal. and uh, But I never used it. I want you to know there's two ways of cheating. I trademarked to stop them from coming into the U.S. I never used the trademark, and I could have. Put it. I could have created a website and I could have had pointed to my website. I could have cheated them from whatever business they were working on. But that would have been really unethical. That that would I did something to protect our team. Mm-hmm. I didn't do something to cheat them personally. Right. Do You understand? I do. If I'd have used that to, to gain their business sneakily behind the scene to me, that would have been stealing. Yes. And I didn't do that. But years later, I came to realize, um, you know, she was the, the woman was trying to get this trademark back. I did end up having pain for it, which, you know, kind of helped to make up for, um, you know, the losses of some some things before. And uh, and uh, I never did that. Again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one one and done, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I did. Yeah,
1: it, it was wrong. And, and you know what? I, even in my book, like you can tell by my face, I'm not proud of it. I but a part of me is still glad I did it because it protected us for a while. And that was needed. And and it didn't have to be that this person is just a cheater. That's all I can tell you. I can't even I can't tell you the whole story. But no, I know they're terrible, terrible. Yeah. And I don't do business that way. That's why I just did that to protect us and keep doing my business. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I understand. I understand a hundred percent. And I could see in business uh, oh how that you can be because I should so, feel it. <laughs> no, no, you gotta let that go. Right. You just broke the mold yeah. again, right? It's okay. Yeah, you're no, you're, no, you're living know, by know, your know, own rules. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Well, oh, this has been the most that. amazing conversation. I cannot wait to <laughs> finish you. up your book and share it with all of our listeners and just what a joy it is to have you here and to talk with you and you seriously are so invincible. And before we say goodbye, I would love to have you finish this sentence for me. And the sentence is the world would be a better place. If more people knew blank.
1: Uh, the world would be a better place. If more people knew how uncomplicated it is to be happy daily if you want you can if you don't mind it it doesn't matter everybody knows that right it's a big expression if you don't mind it it doesn't matter so mind your thoughts carefully
0: I love that. Oh, my gosh. And to our listeners, don't forget, click the link in the show notes so you can drop right into Lena's world and follow her and learn even more than this this short conversation can give you today. But I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. Tell them, Lena. You can. I'm
1: telling you, go with your standing firm today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Do everything you can today that will make you feel better today. Go to sleep, wake up tomorrow with joy that you get another chance. That's it,
0: really. And you will succeed.
1: If That's you it. quit,
0: okay. That's right, if you quit. Nobody remembers the one nope. who quit. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. All right, girls, get back up. Let's go. You can do it.